You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. Our Father and our God, now that the voices of men have ceased, now that the voices of instruments have ceased, now that all noise have come to an end, speak for thy servants who are here. Speak to us, speak to that man, speak to us as a church, that one word that will make us who you want us to be. For in Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. A few Sundays ago, I started to talk to us on a topic, the profitable servant. The profitable servant. We said that a servant is a devoted and helpful follower or supporter. That is who a servant is. And we said that whoever offers or gives service of any kind in any dimension is a servant. We also said that the parameter for a servant assessment is not success, but faithfulness. That is the parameter of the kingdom. The world assesses men by what they have, the clothes they wear, the kind of car they ride on, the kind of shoe they wear, the kind of people they mingle with, but not so with kingdom principles. In the kingdom of God, the parameter of assessment is faithfulness. So you are marked according to your faithfulness to the king, things of the kingdom. And then we say that faithfulness is profitable. And whoever is faithful in the kingdom can be regarded to be a profitable servant. And we took our text from Matthew Gospel chapter 25 reading from verse number 14 to verse number 30. Yes, thank you. We'll read from either King James or New King, okay, very good. New King James Version. Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. New King James Version, if you have that. All right. Thank you so much. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. We're reading through to 30. So next verse. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. 
But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servants. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, he also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. Verse 25. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked, lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received bank, back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. 29. For to everyone who has more, will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And 30, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Somebody say, that will not be my portion. A profitable servant Anyone who is faithful is profitable. And I gave us lots of illustration two Sundays ago to show us how a man, how a faithful servant can be very profitable. Told us about the apprentice scheme of the Igbos. A wonderful scheme where a man goes to the village, picks up a boy, train him. That one goes back to the village, picks up another one and train him. And out of ten servants, the master usually picks the best, the one that is faithful, and makes him partner of his business. I led us to understand also that God has called us to, has called us, all right, not to be, not because of the success we are going to receive from him, but to be faithful. When we are faithful, success will follow. Jesus says, Seek ye therefore the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing that you desire and seek will be added unto you. God said, If you are obedient and faithful, every good that the land has to offer will be yours. Somebody shout hallelujah. The Bible makes us to understand that every believer and none excluded is giving a proper ministry according to his ability. That is what that scripture tells us, verse 14 and 15 of Matthew chapter 25, tells us 
Now, while the master left for the kingdom of heaven, is a man traveling into, for a, into a far country, and he called his servants and delivered unto them his goods. And verse 15, and unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to his ability. That is why it is dangerous to want to put yourself in another man's space. Because you don't have the same strength. You don't have the same stamina. That is why most of our children today, I'm glad that our little sister Esther was telling us today how parents should be mindful of the characters and behaviors of their children. Depression is one of the things that has crept in into the lives of our young ones. And most times we don't understand it. And they begin to look for an alternative. They begin to look for drug. They begin to be adventurous, seeking for something that would deal with depression. And before you know it, they are into cults. They are seeking something that will embolden them, something that will bring them out. It is important that we begin to observe our kids when they begin to behave abnormally. When they begin to eat unusually, we begin to ask questions. Ask ourselves questions. Call them close. Bring them nearer. Interview them. Find out what they are going through. Find out what the problem is. Because if you don't talk to them, someone else will talk to them. Everyone according to his ability, God gives gifts. Don't envy any man who is doing well in his own field. Strive to do well in your own field. All of us cannot sell. If we all begin to sell, who will buy? There must be those who sell. There must be those who buy. There will be those who cultivate. There must be those who harvest. Everyone must find his place. And whatever you find your space, be faithful. God is not going to assess you or judge you according to your fame. God is not going to judge you or assess you according to what you possess. God will rather assess you and judge you according to your faithfulness to the things that you do. And we also observe and saw from the Bible in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse number 11 and 12, that Elisha served his master with devotion. And that qualified him for an uncommon greatness and made him a profitable servant. The Bible said about Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the Lord by him? So one of the servants of the king of Israel answered and said, Elisha, the son of Shepherd, is here. Who poured water on the hands of Elisha? So his faithfulness to his master, Elijah, was what placed his name in the book of records, the Chronicles. Faithfulness is a mark of greatness. Faithfulness is a mark of greatness. One day I was talking with Papa and he made one comment. He said, I fear a man who is committed and who serves God faithfully. With diligence and commitment. He says, I fear such a man. And that word is true. Fear a man who is committed. Fear a man who is diligent in all he does. Whether unto the Lord or to his business or to his family or to friends. Fear such a man. Because there is greatness in being faithful. His master 
His master was great, but he himself was greater because he was faithful and committed to his master. Very, very committed. And so his master said to him, if only you will see when I will be taken up, double portion of my power will be given unto you. He saw him move, and then he got the miracle. While he was working in his ministries, he did and performed, performed 13 miracles. He was to get for thing. But when he was dead, he's, he was buried. After he was buried, the flesh left the bone. The carcasses of himself was left in the tomb. The Bible says that people were walking, carrying the dead body of a certain man. And when they got to where Elisha was buried, they threw the dead man there into the tomb. They did not throw, throw him in there because they knew that Elisha was buried there. No. It was just an unconscious thing. They just threw the dead body there. This is a burial ground. And the Bible says that the dead man touched the bone of Elisha and came back to life. And that became the 14th miracle that fulfilled the work, the mean, sorry, the word of the prophet to his servant. So faithfulness pays. Does not matter how long it takes, but I am confident that when we are faithful, we will eat the good of the land. And we said also that the light rejected will be taken and given to one who already has an abundance of light. According to verse 28 of that Matthew 25, say, take from him what he has. Give it to another. That is why I tell people, don't get offended and say, I will drop my Bible. Because if you drop your Bible, another is waiting to pick it up. And the kingdom of God will continue to move on. It will be to your shame that one day you will look back and see the Bible you have dropped and abandoned. That someone has picked and has blessed his life. Consider the ark of God. The ark of God came into the house of Beelphobedon and then he began to flourish. Meanwhile, this was an ark that killed a man. But it became a blessing to his household. Faithfulness will make you profitable. And today, we are going to begin by talking about the characteristics of a profitable servant. What are the traits of a profitable servant? What are the marks of a profitable servant? What are the things that we see in a profitable servant? What can you see in your life? What are the things that you see happening in your life and you mark yourself as being profitable? Matthew 18, verse 21 to 35. I choose to read long scriptures so that we'll have an understanding of our message. Matthew 18, 21 to 35. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, 
and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out, found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, they were very grieved and came to tell their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, unprofitable servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay to the torturers, I beg your pardon, until he should pay all that was due to him and 35. So my heavenly father, so my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his stress passes. A profitable servant is too devoted to count hearts. A profitable servant is too devoted to count offenses. He forgives. It is those who are praying with eye open that knows those who are not praying. If you are praying and you are concentrating, you will not observe that someone is not praying. It is those who are not busy walking that can identify those who are not walking. If you are busy laboring in the vineyard, you will not notice who is not walking. Those who are devoted and faithful to what they do, do not identify. They don't see those who are well dressed and those who are not properly dressed. Because they are so committed, they are engrossed in their work to seal naughty things, to observe hearts. They see hearts as a mistake. When you curse them, they will think you, they, you, are, they, you are not the one. They are not the one being cursed. They will think it's a mistake. Many years ago, when my first child was about six or seven, we were walking on the streets. Very dusty road in Enugu. And here came this 504 saloon car with speed and raised so much dust. And in anger, I said, look at this foolish man. After we had taken a few steps forward, my little boy called me and said, Daddy, the man is not foolish. He's not the man who is pouring dust on us. It's his car. If the man knows that his car is pouring dust on us, he will come down and apologize to us. And I don't know what to say to myself anymore. When a man is too faithful and committed to what he does, while you are interpreting what people are saying to him in a negative way, he interprets it in a positive way. When you tell him or her, have you heard what Sister So said? Have you heard what Brother So said? He will smile and say to you, 
he's only saying that in order to keep me on check, to push me to my place of prosperity. Sometimes not all criticisms are bad. Some criticisms are made to stir you up, to rise up from where you are, to push you up. And then the Igbo says that one thing that a mate never tells his co-wife or fellow wife or co-wife is, nah, you are looking dirty. They don't. Why are that one when you're dear? Not the dirty. Because he knows that if he tells the co-wife that she's looking dirty, she will go and clean herself up and then the husband will begin to appreciate her. So she becomes appealing. So she better, she prefers not to tell her that she's dirty so that she will not be appealing to their husband. Hallelujah. So when you are faithful, you don't see some certain things. So a mark of a faithful and profitable servant is that he forgives. He's too faithful to see those who are hurting. He's too faithful to see those who are offending him. He forgives all the time because he's too faithful to engage himself with filthy conversations. Late Papa, our late Papa, Archbishop Ben Snederhosa was once asked and said, are you not bothered by all the things that the press were writing against you? He said, they are doing their ministry and I'm doing my ministry. I cannot leave my place to come and begin to argue with the press. They are running their ministry. If I go to join wars with them, I will be distracted. Faithful servants who want to be profitable do not allow themselves to be distracted. They are focused for the things of the kingdom. They are focused on the things that God has called them to do. They are focused on their assignment. They have no time. They forgive everyone. They let go so that their master in turn will forgive them. A profitable servant does not announce him or herself. He does not announce himself. He does not announce herself. That is a mark of a profitable servant. Matthew 6, verse number 1 to 6. Matthew Gospel, chapter 1. Sorry, chapter 6, verse 1 to 6. Now in those days when the number of the disciples were, was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews. No, 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 sorry. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Matthew, chapter number 6, verse 1 to 6. Okay, okay. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Two. We're reading to six. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do. No? Let's finish. As the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, 
that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Verse 3. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Verse 4. That your charitable deeds may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. Verse number 5. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. And verse 6. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who is in secret will reward you openly. They do not advertise themselves. No. Unfaithful and unprofitable servants will not be in church. But the day they will stand before the people with the microphone, that is the day they will do visitation. Meanwhile, before that day, they have never visited anyone. They have never asked anyone, were you in church? But the day they will stand to minister, they will pick up a call, phone, and call everyone. Sister Marachai, I hope you are going to be in church next Sunday. No, I'm not sure. Please, cancel that thing. The Lord is good. This Sunday is going to be a blessing to everyone. And they turn around. Go to another person. Oh, Sister Kiru Nosike, are you aware that this Sunday is going to be awesome? You must be in church. You can't afford to miss it. Why? They want to announce their presence. This is not the characteristic. This is not the mark of a faithful and profitable servant. When they want to help you, they want to help you when everyone will see. They will call you out. Oh, when they, when, of course, maybe 10 or 15 people are around them. And they will see you and call you. Hey, buddy, man. Oh, 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 sorry, I have not forgotten. I remember you told me about your problem. How there is no food in your house. All your children are begging. In fact, there is nothing in your house. I heard that. I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten. Okay, just come, 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 come. He pulls his wallet and then he gives brother Emma 10,000 naira. After Emma has left, he will turn to those people and say, this brother is suffering. A faithful and profitable servant does not behave that way. When he hears your story, when she hears your story, she comes to your house. He comes to your house. Privately. Or he or she calls you privately. Say, I understand you are going through these challenges. But don't lose faith. Answer will come one day. However, please hold this. Manage this, please. I'll keep praying with you. God will answer you. God will hear you one day. That is the mark of a faithful and profitable servant of God. They don't tell all that they have done. 
at every slightest provocation, they let everybody know the impact, their impact in the church, their input in the church. It was, if it was not my effort, that church would have collapsed. I did all that I could to make sure that that church grows on. And now, this is how they pay me. Whatever you have done to move the kingdom forward is not of your own strength. God has given you the ability to do it. And therefore, all the praise, all the honor, and all the thanksgiving must be ascribed to him. Profitable, faithful servants don't announce themselves. They don't promote themselves. They don't call people to recognize them. They allow heaven to recognize them. They allow God to reward them. A profitable servant helps to build an institution. Profitable servant helps to build an institution. Matthew 13, 24 to 30. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have thirst? He said to them, remember, an enemy has done this. The servants now said to him, Mad Dad, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No. Lest while you gather up the tars, verse 29, tars you also uproot the wheat with them. And verse 30, let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tars and bind them in bundles to bond them, but gather the wheat into their bands. A profitable servant helps to build. Sometimes we play ostrich when we see challenges and problems in the church. We keep quiet not because it is not right to speak against them or to walk against them. But we keep quiet because we don't want to be involved. We don't want to be called. I used to have a pastor then Whenever you come with a good idea, he will say, this idea is your baby. Move it forward. A profitable servant identifies needs in every institution. He sees problems in the department where he is. He sees problems in the office where he works. He sees problems in the company of the master he serves. And he identifies them. He did not only say, he said, do you want us to go and remove those uh, tars? But the master says, no, allow it to be. I know with your zeal, 
If you have to go and deal with it that way, you will even uproot the right seed as well. So a profitable servant helps to build an institution. He finds whatever will help to build an institution. That servant knew the implication of a tar growing with the right seed because the tar is likely going to choke the right seed. And he said, can we go and remove them? Profitable, faithful servant sees solution. Does not criticize. Papa used to say, don't criticize me where you are, but please come on board. Help me. Help me. You are close to your brother or your sister, and he has a bad breath. Instead of talking to your brother to say, you have a bad breath, please do this and do that. You go to the other person and say, have you noticed that this brother has a bad breath? Of what use is it to your brother? Of what use is it to your sister? How does it profit your brother and your sister? That instead of telling him that he has a bad breath, you go to others and be telling them he has a bad breath. It does not profit him anything. But it profits your brother, your sister, that you observe he has a bad breath and you go to him and say, Sister, brother, please don't be angry. I will advise you, can you do, have you know what is called Listerine? Please try to use Listerine from time to time. It will help your breath. That is how a profitable and faithful servant behaves. Faithfulness is key to excel. Proverbs 22 and verse 29. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. A faithful man will stand before kings. A faithful man is the desire of everyone. Companies today, establishments today are looking for faithful people. Faithful men and women are scarce in the world today. Sometimes when we advertise for a certain position, you receive thousands of applications, 5,000, 20,000 of applications for one job. But in the end, during the interview, you just realize that it's just less than 100 are faithful among these thousands. Faithful men are scarce. Churches are looking for faithful men. God is looking for faithful men. Companies are looking for faithful men. Families are looking for faithful men and women. If you avail yourself and make yourself faithful and you become profitable, there is no height that you cannot achieve. No height. Profitable servants is always faithful and is never offended with Christ. A profitable servant who is faithful is faithful always and is never offended with Christ. Matthew 11 and verse number 6. Matthew 11, 6. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. This is the word of Jesus. You are blessed if you are not offended in me. Job chapter 1 and verse Number 6 to 12. Job 1, 6 to 12. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. 
and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. It. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? Nine. So Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Ten. Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. Eleven. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. Twelve. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Go to verse 20 and to 22. Then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. 21. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Verse 22. In all this, Job did not sin, nor charge God with what? And look at chapter 14 and verse number 14 of same Job. Job 14 and verse 14. If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait till my what? That is the character of a faithful servant. Job was a faithful man. He was a profitable man. That was why God argued with Satan and said, Have you seen? Have you ever observed any man as faithful, as committed as my servant Job? And then Satan in his usual accusing way and manner said, he, does he do it for nothing? No, he does not do it for nothing. And God wanted to prove him wrong, to show him that those who are faithful and are profitable are never offended with him. Say, go and touch him. He killed his children, burned his estate. And when the news came to him, the Bible said that he tore his clothes. He wept bitterly, but he did not offend God. He did not reject God. He said, naked I came, naked also shall I return. In a certain verse, he also says, shall we only receive what is good from the Lord and not expect what is also evil from him? Job was not offended. Jesus said, blessed is the servant who is never offended with me. In good time and in bad time, he's never offended with me. When I say yes to his prayer, he's not offended. When I say no to his prayers, he's not offended. When I say wait in his prayers, he's not offended. Say, such is a faithful and profitable servant. They are never offended. And in certain Wednesday here in the midweek service, I told the church, I say, look, God was part of the conspiracy to punish, if you might use that word, Job. He was part of the conspiracy. How can you tell me I am your beloved? How can you say I am your profitable servant? How can you say I am valuable? And yet you are part of the conspiracy that is about to destroy my life. But when God is silent, in the midst of all troubles, 
in any issue and matter concerning his profitable servant, know that something greater will soon be on their way to you. A faithful servant who is profitable is a delight of God. Any faithful servant who has been marked to be profitable to God is a delight of God. And the Bible considered and talks of a faithful servant, described as faithful servant, as a person with special relationship with God. A faithful servant is described as a man, a woman, a boy, a girl who has a good, sweet relationship with God. Numbers chapter 12, verse 4 to 11. Let's take that scripture with, uh, from NIV. Numbers 12, yes. Numbers 12, 4 to 8. NIV, please. Let's, all right. At once the Lord said to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, come out to the tent of meeting, three of you. So the three of them went out. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud. He stood at the entrance to the tent and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When the two of them stepped forward, he said, listen to my words. When there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions. I speak to them in dreams, verse 7. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him, I speak face to face. Clearly, and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? You know, in those days, judges sit outside the gate to judge the people. So when Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses, the servant of God, the Bible said that he appeared in a pillar of cloud. And call the three of them and say, Miriam, Aaron, Moses, come out of the tent because this is a judgment day. Judges don't judge inside. They call outside. The, they sit outside the gate. And he told them and said, why have you spoken against my servant? If there were prophets amongst you, I would have spoken to them through dreams and visions. But not so with a faithful servant. God had to act that faithfulness in order to distinguish between the one who is faithful serving and the one who is serving but is not faithful. Say, I speak to my servants through vision and dreams. But the faithful ones, not so. I speak to them. One on one. I do not speak to them in riddles. I speak to them in clear language. Why therefore? A faithful servant who is profitable is a delight. 
I remember many, some years back, there was a program. And there was one young man, a photographer. And then he had some arguments with Pastor Willie. And then Papa got to know. I don't know how. I was standing with Papa outside there. When he called that young man and the way he scolded him, the young man came and was saying, I only touched the tip of, you remember that story? I only touched the tip of his jacket. Don't touch a servant who is faithful and profitable to a man. He can go to any length to fight to defend him. He did not defend him because his name was Willie Edith. He did not defend him because he was wearing a beautiful suit. He defended him because he saw a profitable servant in him. So God said, how come, why did you? It was made known to Aaron and Miriam that though they know they were great, but they must not pretend to be equal with Moses because Moses is a faithful and a profitable servant. They must not also be engaged in any kind of conspiracy against him because a faithful and profitable servant is a delight of God. Don't touch them. God was saying to them, I have honor for these men who sit on this seat. They are indeed pastors. They are elders. They are deacons. I have honor with them, for them. I have respect for them. I have respect for all these men who sit on the front row. I honor them. I respect them. I respect the choir. I honor them. I recognize them. I hold them to high esteem. But when I talk to them, I talk to them in dreams and vision. But I talk differently to that sanctuary keeper who is faithful. Because he's my profitable servant. He said, I will honor the prophets. I recognize the prophets. I give them a special seat and place in the house. Yes, I do not despise them. But I honor, I cherish, I delight in the one who is faithful, but not seated on a high chair. So don't look down on, the, on your faithfulness in that little corner where you are serving. If you are a servant, it does not mean that you cannot add value in the company. You are adding value to the company. That is why you were employed in the first place. If you are not important, they wouldn't have employed you. So when you are serving, serve faithfully. Because you don't know where that service will take you to. A great construction company by name E.M. Michelletti. We read that that man had a timekeeper. 
and then he grew. Ordinary timekeeper. And when Ian Mechaletti was gone from Nigeria and died, was a timekeeper who became the managing director of the company. Faithfulness pays. Wherever you find yourself and you are serving, serve faithfully. You don't know when. There is also a servant who is regarded as a suffering servant. Jesus was a suffering servant. And the Bible refers to him as a servant par excellence of the Most High. So you have servants, faithful, and then you have suffering servants who are faithful and profitable. Isaiah 42 and verse number 1, as we round up. Verse 1 to 4. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect one, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to Gentiles. The justice to the Gentiles is bringing salvation to the Gentiles. He will not cry out, nor raise his voice. He will not want to make noise. He will not want to be heard. He will not seek for justice for himself. Nor cause his voice to be heard. A bruised breed he will not break. And smoking flags he will not quench. He will bring forth justice. He will accept his fate. His conditions. It's a prophecy about the coming Savior Jesus Christ. He will not fail nor be discouraged. See, he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands shall wait for his laws. What a God. Matthew 12, verse 15 to 21. Matthew 12, 15 to 21. But when Jesus knew it, knew about trying to seize him, he withdrew from there, and great multitudes followed him. And he healed them all. Yet, he warned them not to make him known. To fulfill that prophecy of Isaiah. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet saying, Behold my servant whom I have chosen. My beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him and he will declare justice to the earth. A sovereign servant. He will not quarrel, nor cry out, not complain. I am not well treated. I'm not being paid well. I'm not being recognized. No, because he was too faithful to the cause he came for. He does not quarrel. The bruised head. He will not break. Smoking flask. He will not quench. Till he sees comfort. Justice. Till he sends forth justice to victory. And his name. Gentiles we trust. The Bible says how God has exalted the name Jesus. Because he was obedient to death. He paid the highest price. He was a suffering servant. He came to save. And those he came to save were the one who criticized him, who crucified him. But he never opened his mouth. To speak against them. Rather he said father. Forgive them. Because they do not know. They do not know what they are doing. 
And then apostle, the apostles wrote, of course, Luke was believed to, be, to have written the, the book of Acts. In Acts 3 and verse number 13, he said to them, he said, this same Jesus was the same man you crucified. And God of Ab the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, the suffering servant, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate, even when Pilate was determined to let him go. You choose the condemned against the Holy One. Who then is a faithful servant? In conclusion, Matthew 24, verse 45 and 46. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find doing so. What has the master given to you? You are a beautiful girl. You are a beautiful lady. The Lord has made it so, so that with your beauty and your charisma, you will reach out people of the same status. Leave them to Christ. Handsome man, tall, broad-chested, speaks well. It is not a gift for you to pride yourself in. It is a gift for you to go out and draw your kind back to Christ. Great singer, when you sing, heaven comes down. It is not for us to pride with it. But some people... When they have ministered in song and then the atmosphere is charged, instead of sitting down to listen to the word of God, they are walking up and down. They feel fulfilled. Some of us preachers too. When we think we have done well. In fact, inside our heart, if there is no clapping, we are in our hearts struggling. Why didn't this book clap, self? All this energy, they did not clap. There is something about man and he wants to be seen, wants to be recognized. God does not assess us. The parameter of our assessment in the kingdom is not dependent on the clapping, is not dependent on what men see. Is dependent on how faithful and committed you are in what you do. So the faithful servant is the one who, when the master comes back, will find doing the things he has asked him to do, he has asked her to do diligently. Diligently. Whether you are recognized, you are doing it diligently. Whether you are praised, you are doing it diligently. You are faithful in all that you do in church, in your place of work, in your place of, in, in, in where you live, wherever you find yourself, you are faithful in everything. Not because people will clap for you, not because people will recognize you, but because you want to be a faithful servant of Most High God. You want to be profitable to Him. 
when you are faithful and you are profitable, forget those who gather against you, for surely they will gather. The Bible says in vain they will gather. God himself came down for a faithful servant. He had never defended any prophet like that. He respected and honored prophet. But people spoke against those prophets. People like David, somebody put sand on him. God did not rise again. But when a faithful servant was hurt, God appeared in a pillar of cloud by day and called out these men outside the gate for instant judgment. He will defend you because you are faithful and committed to him. He will protect you because you are profitable to him. He will not allow any harm to befall you, but you must keep on praising him. Remain faithful. The one who rewards will soon come. And when he comes, his rewards are in his hands to give to each and every one according to his ease will be. Shall we stand on our feet? Say, he will come like a thief. If the owner of the house knows the hour and time when the thief will break in, will break in he will prepare. But because he does not know. Say, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Like a thief in the night. When you least expect it. And he said, when the son of man shall come, will he find faith? When he calls you and you answer, will you be somewhere working for the Lord? Or will he find your space empty? Let's lift our hands to him. Tell him, Lord, find me worthy. Let me be worthy. Make me a vessel of honor. I declare to you today before men, women, before altars, before demons, before kingdoms. But all the days of my life will I serve you. Begin to pray a prayer of commitment to him. Tell him to show you if you have not known your place in the church. Tell him to stir up that passion for one unit, a department, a commission in the church where he wants you to serve faithfully that you may become profitable to him. Do you want to be another Elijah? Tell him, Lord, I want to be another Elijah. Do you want to be another evangelist like Paul? Tell him, Father, make me another evangelist like Apostle Paul. Wanting to make you the lifter of hands, the lifter of men. Lord, here I am. Take me. Break me. Melt me. 
Remote me into the personality you want me to be. Rise for me and my house. We will serve you. We will be faithful. Asking for the enablement to be faithful, to be commitment, to be diligent in the things you do in this house. Asking. Asking. Whatever you have not done well, asking for forgiveness. You may have been somewhere and in anger you left. Tell him, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm going back. You may have felt provoked that place and you feel like throwing in the towel or you have already thrown the towel. Say, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm sorry. You served well. In your heart, you said to yourself, they can't do without me. They should have respected me and since I'm not being respected, I'm leaving. Tell him, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm going back. I want to be profitable. I want to be your delight. He has blessed you with wealth. You have been given. You have been given. You have been given. But all of a sudden, you murmured and said, Is the only when it is time to give that call me? Tell him, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm coming back to take my place. Coming back to take my place. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.